0: Welcome back to the starting five podcast on SB Nation
1: Grizzly Bear Blues. I am the one Piece shark and I am back again with my guys. What's going on, everybody? I'm here just to make sure everybody relaxes, you know, remind everybody that it was just one game. I don't want people to think that, you know, the Grizzly's about to get Speak So, oh, oh, my bad. I thought he was going next. That's not how the rotation works. But I'm still in Memphis. I'm still at underscore Scott Lee on Twitter.
2: Man, I'm sitting comfortably on Diller Brooks Island. This you got Trev. I'm calm. I ain't worried about nothing.
3: So I I guess I'm back. You know what I mean? I, I get back to my point. Um, I, I know that cats don't prowl in Memphis, uh, but now we gotta get the the chef out of Memphis too, man. It's your boy, it's really shitty. Big fella, what's happening? What's going on,
4: y'all? It's the big man at Tave Shakir. And as the bandwagon Warriors fan of this podcast, I'm gonna say we are in trouble, but let's have to talk later.
0: We in trouble now. We in trouble now. Well, let's finish off. Last time we recorded, or oh, y'all guys recorded since I missed last week, uh, we had two games left against Minnesota that we did finish them off in double-digit comebacks, both games. Once again, how did y'all feel about finally getting out this series? Are y'all, were y'all just elated, like, yes, we finally out this thing? Like, how, how excited were y'all to finally just get out of this series?
1: I would say I was excited to get out of the series. I think, if nothing else, I kind of went into that series, like trying to really understand who the Grizzlies are. Um, and I think for the most part, my question was answered. You know, we we've talked about people have talked about how young the Grizzlies are, how inexperienced the Grizzlies are. And I don't care who the playoff team is, I don't care if it's the Timberwolves, I don't care if it's the Raptors, to be, in a sense, outplayed as much as the Grizzlies were for being a about it. But the Grizzlies turn around and still win that series four to two and to win game five, the way that they did is absolutely crazy to win game six, the way that they did was absolutely crazy. Um, So what I learned is the fact that they they have the wherewithal, they have the fight, they have the grit to say, if we're down 10, we have we have the capability to come back and win this game. I don't care who else is on the other side of the floor. So if, if nothing else, that's what I learned. That was the biggest thing that. That I took away. Um, John Morant was everything that John Morant was, Desmond Bain and Brendan Clark, in my opinion, without those two, they don't win the series at all. So kudos to them, kudos to Taylor Jenkins who made adjustments throughout this series. We questioned him on this podcast before. And I think if nothing else, he's done a really, really good job of um maneuvering minutes, trying to figure out who plays when and things like that. So uh those are the big three things that I took away from it.
2: The feeling I have about this Minnesota series is very much so relief. I'm relieved that we were able to close this matchup out in six. Uh, I did pick the Grizzlies to win this series in six, and I also said that Minnesota would be a terrible matchup for the Grizzlies, as it has shown throughout the entire series, because Minnesota outplayed Memphis in all six games, uh, managing to gain a double-digit lead, which they blown. But once again, uh, we've seen all season long just how resilient this Grizzlies team can be. Uh, so kudos to the Grizzlies there. Kudos to Ja, he was Ja for the for the second half of that of that series. I'll say that much. Uh, of course, we're not even in this situation without Desmond Bain and Brandon Clark. Give Brandon Clark his extension now. I said it after Game Five. <laughs> um, but yeah, as far as as, far as the Minnesota series, I was just more so relieved, but. You kind of knew once the fourth quarter came and once Memphis started to rally, you knew Minnesota was going to make just that one bonehead play to push it and uh, to keep things moving, especially in game six. Memphis goes up by, I believe Memphis goes up by four. Cat comes down and jacks a Dame-looted logo type three to try to cut it to one. And then from that point, the Grizzlies never looked back. Uh, But, yeah, if I had to say a feeling, it'll definitely be relieved. Kudos to the Grizz for winning the playoff series, which I predicted that they would do at the very least. And uh, we'll see what's going on from there.
3: Yeah. um, For me, I would say not content um, in regards to if there's a phrase or what have you about the first series and not content. The reason why I say that is because to what my brothers have already stated to you all. Um, the, the Grizzlies were kind of sometimes at more times than not were outplayed, um, by the Timberwolves. Difference was, and I and I also have my reservations, they weren't out coached. Um, and so this one really gave Taylor Jenkins his props in regards to coaching, but also I, I don't want to say he he super extra coached him, right? Uh, the team because to me, I think I can coach the Timberwolves just as well as the Timberwolves have been coached um for you to repeatedly give up fourth quarter and second quarter um double digit leads even if it's by 20 or plus um those are guaranteed wins and should be um but they did not show up but as much as I want to derail the Timberwolves I must also give those kudos to the Grizzlies and I hope from this series again it was relief is what I've heard right not content And also we cannot keep starting off slow and hoping wishing and praying someone gets hot. It happened against the Timberwolves because the Timberwolves were just not that good of a coach team or a well-coached team. Um, And that's what happened. And thank God we got them. But again, not content because I, I, I believe we could have done much better and that team should have been, we should have got them out of there in four or five games to be honest. Um, because literally, I believe we had the better coach. But again, the players were different. I know we're going to talk about the difference between this series and our other series. So I'll leave the rest of my words uh, for later on. Big fella, what you thinking?
4: I hit the head, uh, hammer right on the head as far as like everything, as far as this series go. Um, my biggest thing was that coaching did indeed win us this battle. Um, When I saw that Steven Adams won starting game two, of course, I initially had my own thoughts, you know, because Steven Adams do bring a defensive intensity that the Grizz would need uh, for the remainder of the playoffs. But uh, shout out to Taylor Jenkins, Coach Jenkins, um, for making that adjustment and seeing what needed to be done, especially when the Timberwolves were five out. Um, I think those adjustments did essentially win us that, but ultimately the energy from our bench is what won us that. I don't know if that's a good thing as far as, as far as like the Timberwolves being a bad team, you know, as far as depth go. Um, I don't know if, you know, if the energy part was it or, you know, just the depth of just the overall, you know, lack of play from Ja. You know what I'm saying? Of course, he was he came into a, you know, this situation trying to get everybody, you know, involved and in doing what he does. That's the great point guard he is but in this series you know with the refs being the refs even though you are not a podcast to complain about the refs we let's make that clear we're not gonna you know say the what should have could have done what should have could have would have because the grids did win but I where i heard know, the last episode i mean you know i said the grids at six for a reason and the grids won at six so i mean it is thank you because
2: i'm gonna say because we was complaining last week. i was like we sure <laughs> complained about game four because that was who we. I mean, right. it, it, it was, was it was rightfully
4: so. To like the the world, if you're a basketball fan, whether you're a Grizz fan, Timberwolves fan, or not a team, a fan of both, if you would have watched that game, like anybody should have, everybody should have complained on that one. So, um, but the Grizz did pull it, went off, and you know, coaching did win us that series. And I'm gonna hope that we can say the same thing about this Warriors series. But like I said, I got bad news for y'all. Mm,
0: mm, 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 mm. Well. I am pretty satisfied with the Minnesota series. There are levels to this. Like, you know, last year we finally made the playoffs won the playoff game. This year we are number two seed. At least got the first round, win that game, win the series against Minnesota. Um, It will end up becoming a tough matchup. I still – I picked the Grizzlies in five. They won the six. I don't care. Just get, get it how you get it. Man, survive in advance. That's what this is all about. I don't care how you look to win the games. I don't care. We got to play five of the six games. We found a way to win. I don't care how dumb Minnesota was in crush time and all that crush time games. Hey, we fa- we figured out a way. But we got to be smarter going forward because guess what? Game one gets Golden State. Uh, we saw a real championship-level type of team. Uh, went down to the wire, and we lost it in the end. Uh, normal layup, really, I mean, it was good defense, but that's a normal shot he makes. He just missed it, right? Uh, but a lot of things happened in that game. What were y'all thoughts about the game one loss?
1: Um... Not too concerned, um, but I think what we saw is an issue that didn't get much. It didn't get as exposed in the first series than it is this series, and that's rebounding. Rebounding goes a long, long, long way. Rebounding is the old saying: rebounding wins championships. If you rebound, you will win majority of your games. And what we saw yesterday is the Grizzlies. In my opinion, I mean, there's multiple factors as, as to why they lost, but If we wanted to kind of narrow it down and and narrow and just zone in on the fourth quarter, their inability to close out defensive possessions without without securing the rebound is the reason, in my opinion, why they lost that game. Um, So that's the thing that they have to improve on. Um, Maybe you make some adjustments here and there too, where you put Stephen Adams back in the game um, to kind of help with rebounding. Jaron Jackson Jr., which I mean, nothing's changed in in that regard for him is his inability to box out well not foul and insecure rebound. So, again, that's not just on him. Um, collectively, that's a it, it's an issue, but that's what I saw yesterday. And I think, you know, again, Taylor Jenkins has is, is coasted his butt off, and so I'm pretty sure he'll make an adjustment here and there um, to help them out in that department. But they have to do that better. They have to make free throws um, in um, in this series. You, I mean, they they, they did a pretty good job in game one, but you can't have the free throw percentages that you had in Minnesota, because to what you said, Sharky, like this team comes with a different level of maturity. This team comes with that that DNA of that we've been here before. Granted, they have um, they have newer or, or, or up and players that that wasn't on the roster a few years ago when they made that championship run. But they have the likes at the end of the, at the end of the day of Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Kevon Looney, and so I'm pretty sure those players have talked to them about what it takes to win an NBA championship. So if that means you know tipping the ball out so Steph Curry can get a jumper or tipping the ball, doing whatever, like diving on loose balls, whatever the case may be, do that. That's what we're saying. And so the Grizzlies have to match that energy. Um, that's what, uh, in my opinion, lost lost them the game.
2: Yeah, for me, it's literally nothing else you could have done for the Grizzlies to win this game. Um, the, where they lost the game is clear and simple. that's on the rebounding tip. And a lot of those rebounds, especially in the fourth quarter, were long rebounds because there was a lot of three-point attempts being attempted by Golden State, to which they were able to beat Memphis to the ball. And essentially, Golden State just beat Memphis at their own game. Uh, Golden State won the rebounding battle. They won the battle in the paint, four points in the paint. And again, you saw that uh, being reflected. Um, like I said, there's nothing much Memphis could have done because they could have very easily won this game. I do expect Taylor Jenkins to make some adjustments going forward. Let's just hope that Steven Adams is out of health and safety protocols in time to even make an appearance in this series. Who knows? Um, you're not going to get 30 from Jaron again, but if you can at least get him around 17 to 20 in the same amount of rebounds so that he can have his impact, because if he's dominant in this series and he can stay out of foul trouble and stay on the floor, I have no problem with the Grizzlies possibly winning this series. Um, Dylan Brooks is not going to shoot what he shot. He's not going to shoot three of 13 for the entire series, even though he still played well. I mean, I don't know why people are uh hopping on Dylan Brooks for his shooting. I mean, the shot selection was terrible, I will admit that, but he still was a plus nine on the floor, so he pretty much did everything else, um, to put Memphis in position. But he's not going to shoot three of 13 again. Desmond Bain's not going to shoot three of 10 again. You can pretty much guarantee that, so. Uh, going forward, Memphis just has to uh, win those uh, rebounding battles, win those 50-50 balls, and then just make sure that on the offensive side of the ball that you're executing. And I have no uh, problem with Memphis coming up with a W on tomorrow.
3: Um, yeah, I know we'll talk about the keys later about the series, but game one, um, adjustments, discipline, defense, and rebounding. I, I preach the same three things all the time. Um discipline whether it's boxing out or closing out on the shooter and this team has a lot more shooters go and say has a lot more shooters than the Timberwolves and I didn't see us being as disciplined pool included um, with closing out on the shooters staying on those shooters at all times at any given time they have about three players for short I can give you at least 25 a piece that's Clay that's Steph And you might as well go ahead and insert Jordan Poole in that as well. Wiggins is not too far behind. And so, like, we have to make sure we stay locked in with those players, especially with transitioning. Uh, Our transition defense has to get much improved. Um, I'm not going to talk about the rebounding because you guys have already talked about that enough. But we have to close out on the shooters much better. We have to play defense at a better rate. Steph's going to get his – it's – who can we not have be like their big three? Who can we say because this is a team full of shooters? So two of those, two of those four people are going to shoot. So who are we comfortable with two people shooting? Who are we comfortable with guarding a little bit differently for those other two? Big fellow.
4: All right. So this is why I say that the Grizz are in trouble because CD, you 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 made a point about how the Grizz need to do better at, at closing out on shooters, which is one hundred percent true. But you're talking about a team who literally specialized in getting shooters open. So that's a tall task to ask. The reason I say that this, that this was a game that, you know, the overreaction, I'm not going to say overreaction is warranted, but the grids are in trouble, is because of everything that we've already said. For one, the grids were out-rebounded. That's an issue when you talk about a team that started Draymond Green at center. We got to do better using our limbs. That's an issue when you lose the, the points in a battle by, uh, points in a paint battle by 12. Because, like you just said, Golden State Warriors are a team full of shooters, but still they have more points in a paint than the Grizz. That it, that is an issue. When Draymond Green is out in the second half and Klay Thompson is left with 15 points, you gotta win this game, especially when him missing two two free throws. Um, to, that that don't happen. Like the, the Grizz literally have this game in their hand. Clayton Clay Thompson, don't miss those two free throws, man. Um, but my thing is Jordan Poole, like coaching is going to win or lose us this game. When we saw uh, Steve Kerr star Gary Payton II, it's him recognizing that the Grizz have the best death in the world. But for Jordan Poole to have 31 points, which was more than our entire bench combined, that's an issue. So I know we're saying this game one. I know we're saying just chill, but we can't just say that against a game one whose core won an NBA championship, and two, we beat their butts last year in the playoffs. This is a team that's coming for our butts. And the fact that we had this game right in our hand and still lost, I'm sorry, y'all, but that's an issue for me. It, it, it's a big one for me, and it, it's something that I just can't overlook it as being another game one. If it was a Timberwolves, cool. If it was a Nuggets, cool. But we're talking about a Warriors, like I said, who's core and coaching and front staff won an NBA championship and if we're trying to do that we can't give games away that we literally had in our hand we we can't give these games away and if we were to go to a game seven like I said on the last podcast I don't expect the Grizz to win us the game seven and because we lost this game one the game seven looking mighty mighty it it looking more and more for real like potential it could happen for real but that's my two cents on it.
0: And I'm actually more with you too. i I'm like, I'm still not truly overreacting to game one, but this is different. Like, I, uh, we had our spaces, uh spaces, uh, our post-game spaces Sunday night, and I said on there, I was like, losing game one in Minnesota, I knew I knew we, we would win the game, Two. Like, it was like, yeah, we we, we, we remount against them. Like, I ain't worried about that. Go stay different. That's how, like, when you lose a game like that to that team, it's like, you no, know, start creeping your head. Like, hey, we could lose this series in five and four. Like, that started creeping your head a little bit, so – Game two is like mighty important. And like I I mean I, I snap my head on it. I mean I beat it, I beat it down to all day on a Sunday. Rebound, rebound, rebound. Like all those rebounds, y'all. They they played five guards at one point. If you consider Andrew Wiggins a guard, literally, that was like final five the end the game. Uh, Andrew Wiggins was the center. And we gave up offense rebound to offense rebound. Uh, Gary Payton hustling out hustling people. We got lucky on that last Think About it. Steph missed a wide open three. Then the scramble, then no, they had to the out of bounds play timeout. Well, but that clay hit the three. Then after that, clay missed two free throws. After that, it was out of bounds on us. Remember that, and I don't know what I thought the final two minutes they review everything. They was talking about no team have a challenge, jump ball. We got very fortunate that we even had the opportunity at the end to even win it right there. Then you know, like that's a simple shot, like John only makes it happen, he missed it. but that, like you said too, that's one of them games. Like, I'm not going to overreact too much, but I do know this is a different team. So the the Grizzlies need to they're going to have to adjust quicker than they did against Minnesota. You can take your time a little bit against Minnesota, against Golden State. Like those adjustments going to have to happen like right away. This next game, like starting me might you might not even be able to start tell me. Like it might you might have to go ahead and cut the rotation down like like soon as possible because if you want to have a chance of being a championship level team like this, and that's. Remember, Steph and Clay didn't even technically had a – they had a decent game in game one. They could buy for 39 points, and we lost. So you – and Jaron Jackson had his best game.
1: Like, so <laughs> – Yeah, like, and a lot that's what I was about to yeah. say. Like, that's the one Now there's another thing that concerns me is, yes, Jaron Jackson Jr. had a damn good game one, but is he going to have a damn good game two? Granted, the, the, the matchup that he has favors him to where he should be putting up you know, 22, 30 points a game a night to be 100 with you. But will he do it? Like, that's the thing. Like, Mm Jerry can give you one good game out of four or five, but, like, you don't – you need more than that. You need more consistency if you want to play against the Warriors.
2: Yeah, and then to Sharky and Took's point, you you don't – Steph's not going to shoot 8 or 20, and Klay's not going to shoot 6 or 19. Uh, Probably no more in this series, unless we just completely lock in on the defensive side of the ball. Um, so I, I understand the concern, I, I really do, but I'm still fairly confident that we can send this to San Francisco, uh, even at 1 1. Still fairly confident there. Yep, for sure.
4: I, I would love for the Grizzlies to go back to that OG star lineup of, of, of believe it or not, Kyle Anderson and Stephen Adams. How y'all feel about that?
0: Mm, Kyle, Anderson and Jerry Jackson. I
4: mean, I'm talking about with Anderson at the three. But that still, the, that OG that that OG lineup.
2: So, I mean, to,
4: like we got we got to win playing our game, bro. We so got who you like, benching?
2: If you're starting Collins, who you benching?
0: That's not the OG lineup, though.
2: I mean, take you replace Jv and and you, and Adams, you know what saying? that that
4: OG right. lineup, like I, I like that because of the limp. But if but I was to take right. one, I would. Because we got to get we got to get Ja attacking early. I I'll have Desmond come off the bench, honestly. And but That's Jada.
2: no kind of fight oh, again. No. That's no but kind of. God came early though. Uh, that wasn't no, the problem. No, Daja came he, he needs to. You need him out there for their spacing. You need him out there for spacing. I mean, I do I think. Mean, I, I mean, do how do much do
4: space we need if, if if Golden State Warriors center is 6'7"? Like that's my thing. I want. We need to stop because here's here's what's gonna because here's what's gonna happen.
2: Because here's what's gonna happen if you start Kyle Anderson, you're gonna put Kyle Anderson out on the perimeter near the three point line. And whoever's guarding him is just going to shade over towards y'all the entire game. And they're just going to let, they're just like, okay, Kyle Anderson beat us from the three-point line. So, would you rather have Kyle Anderson doing that or Desmond Bain doing that?
4: Touche, but at the same time, the Warriors still got a, two players that I will leave open if they're going to start Gary Payton and Draymond Green again. You get what I'm saying? Well,
2: that's on the defensive side of the ball for the Grizzlies. We're talking about offensively.
4: I'm saying this lineup is for me, like, it's strictly for defense, though, but strictly for length. We, if we if we lose another rebounded battle against the Warriors, I'm gonna be hot. We, we, we,
2: we have the length starting on the just uh, need rebound. but we still yeah.
4: lost in the rebound and the points in the paint battles. When I'm saying that's, that's, that's just that that like I said,
2: that's, that's long awesome. rebounds and 50 50 yeah. balls that that's Memphis just lost. I mean, They're I'm different. not, yeah. I'm not refuting it at all. It's just 50 50 balls that if Memphis gets those, we're completely having a different conversation.
0: Yeah, because they had more effort. That's literally what it was. The Grizzlies, mm-hmm. you could say yeah. they were tired. You could say they were tired because they played Friday night, had to play Sunday afternoon. That could be the case because they flew back Saturday. Wherever it deals, but they got out hustled to all those
2: 50-50 balls when they boil down to it. And with all that, it still came down to the last possession. So, and also they need to stop falling out, falling
0: for all these pump fakes, especially when Clay Thompson pump fake you because you want Clay Thompson to dribble.
2: Facts. Come on now. Yeah.
0: Just, <laughs> like, yeah, you
2: just want you done. want him driving to the hole. You do not want him to pump fake, take one dribble, side step, and pull up for three because that's money nine times out of ten. So, yeah.
0: But well, with all this said, what is y'all prediction for the rest of the series? What you got? I know we did our predictions on LBR. Game one has happened since we recorded that episode. So, if any any changes been made to y'all predictions, what y'all think?
1: I'm a little nervous about my pick. Um, only in terms of, I did say Warriors in Seven. Um, I say Warriors in Seven because, uh, for two reasons. One, call it what you want to, but yeah, you know, to say on another team's logo historically it does not bode well for players or teams. I don't care what you say, Steelers, rich. exactly. Okay. It happens, and so I just feel like you know karma is you no know, is not a fan of people that do that. So um, I called it for that reason, and I just think at the end of the day, Sharky you already talked about it. Uh, the Warriors have a different level of championship DNA that the Grizzlies don't um, that the Grizzlies don't have um, to what we said about rebounding, to what we said about you know getting extra possession, to what we said about making free throws. I feel like Golden State would do that a little bit better than the Grizzlies. So I think I said Warriors in seven. It may be Warriors and six, I don't know, but I'm, I'm I'm hoping, praying to God for the Grizzlies to To
0: go back to your point on karma for a second, you just reminded me of something with the Titans and the Steelers. The last time y'all won the Super Bowl, we beat y'all in the regular season and get no one seed. We stomped on the Terry Tail, and I knew then karma was gonna bite us. We lost our first playoff game. Y'all won and win Super Bowl. You right? <laughs> It yeah, happened,
2: bro. It thank, thank, thank you, Carson Palmer. Thank you, Carson Palmer. That's all I going to say. Um, I got the grizz in seven. Um, I said on LBR the only reason was because of home court, and I think we lost home court, but I think with game two, with us making the necessary adjustments, I think we take game two, send this to San Fran, split one one, and uh I just it is something about this Grizzlies team, man, that is there is a it's a time and a place for everything. I get all the whole thing about karma, but the Grizzlies are out like they have something to prove, and the fact that they have everybody against them right now is what's going to fuel them to win this series. I got Grizz at seven. I will not be surprised if the Warriors won this in five, six, or seven, but I'm sticking with my pick. I got Memphis in seven Grizz move on to the Western Conference Finals.
3: I got Grizz in seven um not a long story behind that I don't know if you guys already talked about the keys sorry my internet connection was going in and out um but I, I would prefer to keep Draymond in the game um and it's not for what he can do defensively it's how we don't need to play him as hard offensively um you know, as you say, the game ended with Andrew Wiggins pretty much playing the center position. Um, Draymond is not. Draymond has been known for the triple singles, right? He's gonna give you seven points, seven rebounds, seven assists, seven turnovers, whatever. He's not gonna score as much as Andrew Wiggins, so I, I got the Grizzlies seven. I think Taylor Jenkins needs to really craft his lineups now to really match Steve Kerr. You're not. He's not in a position where someone is gonna match his lineups. He has to match up the lineups. And that's going to mean less time for the bigs like a Steven Adams, like a Brandon Clark. Um, and if Jaren's not doing what he needs to do, like that three-man rotation is going to only play, to me, one position along with, Brandon, I said Brandon Clark. And then we're going to have to see more of Melton um, playing. We're going to, have to see more Tyus Jones. We're going to have to see more guard play because the best way to beat this team is to almost kind of outdo what they do. But you don't have to match them at their position. I see what you're saying, too. I, I get it. I know. But I'm telling you what. They, the Grizzlies have the tools to beat this team. I do not believe a Steven Adams, Jaron Jackson Jr., Dylan Brooks, Desmond Bain, John Morant lineup gets it done. Not against what they have given us so far. Now things can change. They can start Looney Moore, put Draymond down there and all that other stuff, but how they've been playing, they're going to play with at least three to four guards. And if we're not ready to give them back three to four guards then we are in trouble however i am sticking to my guns i'm sticking to Grizz in seven and i'm sticking to the Grizz in the western conference finals
4: i'm sticking to the Grizz in six um crazy enough uh all disputed i've said on this podcast right but she did to your point like i completely disagree with everything you just said and you know that that's just me. Like when you when you have the number two team in the Western Conference because of your death, you gotta kind of do what got you there in the first place. Which is why I had an issue when when Taylor Jenkins took out Adams and put and replaced Tillman. I get it, but when you talk about a team that had Draymond and Andrew Wiggins starting at center, you gotta take advantage of that matchup, bro. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta you even if Stephen Adams would have played like 10, ten minutes last game. Of course he went out, he was out because of COVID, but those 10 minutes would have made everything in the world for the Grizzlies. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the Kyle Anderson's, the the Brandon Clark is gonna to continue to step up, the Tim is gonna to continue to step up, but we need that depth in order for us to make it to the next level. We cannot continue to 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 lose a points in a pain battle or a rebound battle against five guards. We can't you know what i'm saying so i honestly would love for Kurds to match up to us whether we match up to them we cannot play golden state warriors basketball because they're champions at their kind of basketball we we can't do that we got to play our style of basketball what got us to the number two record in the west and 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 we got to keep it going from there
2: yeah and the only way that's going to happen honestly is we get jaron consistently and i'll kick it over the shark yeah, um,
0: so I do really lean. I agree with Tuke, but I dispute his actual lineup choice. Uh for one, we need to to get out of the COVID to the help and safety protocol list first Boy, even we even think about him. I don't know how long he's gonna be on the list. Um, I don't know the protocols these days. Uh so we, until he gets off the list, we he's not even talking about it. Honestly, right you no,
4: know, that was still a thing to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it's the three months. <laughs> I think it's when the players feel sick because like Miami Heat, Bam at the bio and Eric Sposher got got on like right before the playoffs. So I think if they feel sick, then they take a test and test positive, then they own it. So I don't, I think that's how it go. Don't uh, anybody who's listens to the show can uh, correct me on that if y'all know the real answer. But um the game started off with the Grizzlies, like matching on three for three. Like they kept taking threes and it was like, Okay, y'all starting to fall in love a little bit too much with that, like no, you don't want to play that game. Um, Jaron Jackson has a matchup, he has the advantage. Um, I really thought we should have kept giving him the ball, but you know, we got Dylan Brooks, he's gonna take his bad shots. I mean, that's we know that's gonna happen. uh like Chris Vernon said today, make more, make some more shots if you're gonna take them. <laughs> so we gotta hope because he played great defense on Steph. I saw a stat steph went over seven with Dylan guarding him, so he kind of got no choice but to play. We just gotta live with his bad shots, and we've been doing that for two years. But in the Minnesota series, he passed it a little more. Do a little bit more of that. I'm not sure Desmond Bain is hurt or whatever, whatever happened to him in game one. Uh, I don't know what's with so I guess we'll see the status on what's going on him with the rest of the series. But uh, I picked Gord Warriors and Seven Light Scala, different reasoning, and I haven't changed it. Uh, mainly because ch- and I said in our uh, roundtable table that Parker put out over the weekend, it's championship teams. I mean, I saw the Grizzlies in the first series. We played against another young team that when the game was online, they made more more mistakes than us. In game one, it kind of showed exactly why I picked us to lose is seven. I think coming down in this situation, on the line, you saw what Golden State going to do. They going to whip the ball around. They are going to pass it around and get the open shot to the open man. Like, they they are a veteran team. They've been there. They've done that. They've won three championships for a reason. They went to five in a row for a reason. They finally all bet together, Steph, Draymond, and Clay. And they're all together. I, I picked Golden State to beat us all season. I haven't changed my mind. I hope, like I told Christie's, please prove me wrong. I'm a fan. But I'm gonna be uh I'm gonna be what's it called? I'm not gonna I'm a, I'm not gonna be biased. I'm gonna be yep. real with myself. I I think. Yep. Yeah.
2: Well, as of right now with the status report, um Steve is still out. Um Zaire has been upgraded to questionable. Um uh, and Desmond Bain's questionable with uh loyal back soreness. So yep. we'll know more as we draw closer to game time. Yep, very interesting. Scott, do you have one more point?
1: Yeah, and just one more thing that I think we tend to forget about too, and the Warriors have done this for, for quite a, little, a bit of time. But Grizzlies got to be better in the third quarter. It's I'm not sure what the heck Steve Kerr tells his players. I'm not sure what like special water that they drink coming out of halftime. But the Warriors are like just head and shoulders above everybody else in terms of third quarter scoring and so that's in my opinion that's where the Grizzlies lost the game now, they lost it in the fourth quarter yes don't get me wrong but uh they were right there and so what allowed golden state to kind of go into that that fourth quarter with a, with a pretty decent lead to which at the end of the day was enough to have to win the game is because they were just that much better in the third quarter so the Grizzlies have to come out out of halftime with their mindset of we got to master energy or we got to put a little bit more energy than they do and I think they'll have the crowd the crowd's going to be um, loud. I'll be there tomorrow. So the, the, I'm pretty sure they'll the crowd will kind of help them, give them their energy, but they got to be better in the third quarter.
0: I couldn't agree more. I was thinking like, even the Minnesota series, every single third quarter, I was like, what do the Grizzlies do at halftime to come out so slow in the third quarter? Every single game, like even the blowout game two, that came out slow in the third quarter against Minnesota. I'm like, I just don't understand. I don't know. It's the lineup. Maybe Taylor Jenkins. Like, I know this game one, he still had Tillman out there, and it was just like, it was terrible. It's okay to start Tillman, but third quarter, you got to go ahead and shorten down to your seven guys, eight guys that you're going to play the rest of the game. Like, you can't be playing everybody in the second half. I can give you the first half. Um, So, I don't know what they got to do. I don't know that you're right. They need to drink some Mike's secret stuff or something at halftime. They need to do something, but they need to do better with these third quarter starts. (laughs) But Man, that does it for this episode, y'all. Hopefully, uh, we still have a series when we return next week. There's not a sweep anything, <laughs> we gotta keep our <laughs> fingers crossed. But uh, we should win game two, But don't call me on that. Let's get it. Let's go, Grizz. Remember, follow us at the starting five, the number five MEM. Remember, listen to the other podcasts on network the core four podcast GBB Live, The Long View, and 3ND. And remember to follow me at the one underscore P Shark.
1: I'm the Grizzly Zillow charm because they ain't lost a home playoff game um, of all the ones that I've been to. So I'll be there tomorrow. So I'm still at a, still at underscore Scott Lead on Twitter.
2: I'm still Trevor. Of is still a preposition. Dylan Brooks will have a better game too.
3: Book it. All right. I got, man, listen, I'm not a jacket edge, you know, um good luck charm for the Grizz, but I got Grizz. Game two, game, and I got us been in one in San Fran. Grizz seven. Holla at me. It's really sheedy.
4: And it's your boy at Tev Shakir, aka the sure advocate for keeping Yo Gotti off the court. Keep Yo Gotti off the court. <laughs> <laughs> keep him. I don't want to say keep him away from the form, but just keep him off the court. Maybe he is the bad luck. Sheedy, you the good luck. Maybe he the bad luck. You know, who knows, man? Keep Gotti from front court.
0: Oh uh, man. Well, until next time, y'all, y'all agree and some whoop that treat.
2: Whoop that treat.